Spring is here, you guys. Do you like to go for a run sometime? Then you better listen. Welcome to the Fight for Love podcast, where we talk about health, empowerment, and training. Today we'll talk about running shoes and how they affect your health. Hello, hello, and thanks for joining me one more time on my Fight for Love podcast. I'm so happy you're here. And today we're going to look at our feet. Ew, feet! I have a friend. (laughs) She's been my friend since we were little. I think we went to, yeah, we went to kindergarten together and she hung out at my house all the time. So she's become like a sister to me. And, um, yeah, she would hate feet. And I never got to understand why. And, um, I mean, it didn't help that I put my feet on her pillow in the camp we were at when we were kids. But that's a different story. I know it's not my fault. She has been finding feet disgusting even before that. So don't blame me. But this is not the point of this podcast. (laughs) Um... Actually, we were, we were talking, we we're going to talk about running. And um, I mean, I don't know what this weather going to be like when I put this podcast out because, you know, it's uh, March, almost April, so the weather will be crazy anyways. But today, as I'm recording this, spring is here, it's beautiful, the birds are chirping, the sun is out, and it's actually pretty, pretty warm. Even though I posted a video of myself on Instagram a couple of days ago where I'm just freezing to death. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It's up to you personal training on Instagram. Anyway, um, yeah, so if you are like me or like I guess many people, you really want to go outside at this time of year because, well, winter's over finally. It's getting warm again and um, we're getting ready to yeah get outside and get moving so have you checked out your running shoes lately your old running shoes and do you have any idea how your running shoes can affect your health in a good or in a bad way most people don't and I have been working in this field for like a decade so I'm gonna talk to you about that we're gonna look at our feet And we are going to look at what running shoes we need. What running shoes are the right shoes for you. Maybe you can figure it out with this podcast. I really hope so. And what kind of feet you have. And um, get a little bit into barefoot running. So what are our feet? Our feet are 26 bones. 114 ligaments, 20 muscles, and 33 joints in your feet alone. This number may vary a little bit because sometimes um, the people that um, determine what our muscles are not quite certain because you can't say for sure where one muscle starts and another one ends in most cases. So this number may vary a little bit. But um, anyway, guys, we're talking about the feet here. 
26 bones, 114 ligaments, 20 muscles, 33 joints in the feet alone. But why would we need those, like these huge amounts of functional things in our, in our feet? Why would we have, like, why, why do, you, do we need that? Well, have you ever thought about it? Like, imagine you walk, you walk in bar barefoot um, over some rocks. And I know you think, ugh, that hurts. Um, but <laughs> our ancestors didn't have shoes. And um, we, like the human body, is not made to wear shoes, but it's made to, or the foot is made to walk over different undergrounds. And what happens when we walk barefoot is our foot always adjusts to the underground beneath it. So our foot is not just going to the front in a straight line. Our foot always adjusts. And if you've ever looked at your foot a little bit closer, you will realize that it's quite flexible. You can turn your foot into every direction. You can take the front part from the foot and um, just kind of give it a little twist to the side and it will adapt in a healthy foot. And that's also where the problem lies, you guys. Our feet or our bodies, you know, I've been talking about that again and again. Our, our muscles need to be challenged. If our muscles are not challenged, they will not stay strong because our body wants to save energy. So every muscle that we don't use will start to get weak, will kind of be built back because having muscle uses energy and our body wants to save energy. So if we don't use muscles, they will just go away. Same in the feet. And now I want you to think about in our nations, in, in the richer nations nowadays, or pretty much every nation where people wear shoes, um, we have the problem that most shoes that we were wearing are pretty stiff. Like, um, if you look at the foot and how it's moving, your foot needs all of these 20 muscles to move. If you put a foot into a shoe, the sole of the shoe usually is a little stiffer. And what happens then is your foot cannot make use of all the muscles it has. Because it's more of a, um, if, you, if you imagine, like maybe I think of a really hard trekking shoe or like a ski boot. That's a really, I know that's really exaggerated right now. But just so you guys understand, in a ski boot, if you walk, it will be duck, duck, clack, clack 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 every time you go down because you cannot do that rolling motion that your foot needs in these shoes now take your everyday shoes and you will see that this kind of a clack clack motion also appears in our everyday shoes that we're wearing so unless you're wearing barefoot shoes and we're going to talk about that later your feet will not make use of all the muscles they have as you take a normal step. So that's one thing. You're, if you wear shoes, you're probably not going to make use of all the muscles in your feet the way it's, it was intended to be when we walk. This is one thing. The other thing is that we have become very sedentary. So we sit the majority of the day. We don't walk a lot. And um, when we walk, we walk in hard shoes. So there goes 
movement in the feet, there goes training, there goes muscles in the feet. And um, also another thing is the underground on which we walk. Uh, like take our streets. I mean, we, we mostly walk on concrete, hard surfaces. We barely ever walk on on natural surfaces. Like, uh, I don't know, when is the last time you walked in the woods? Like really in the woods. Uh, so our feet are made to walk barefoot on natural ground for 25 to 30 kilometers a day. What we do is we put our feet into hard shoes that go clack, 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 clack on hard surfaces while walking, I don't know, not much. (laughs) I read that the average office employee walks up to 700 meters per day. I hope you guys are doing better out there. (laughs) I certainly try to. But, I mean, I guess you see where I'm getting with this. Um, Healthy feet nowadays in in the richer countries or the, the industrial countries. Healthy feet are the exception. They're not what we usually see. What we usually see are weakened feet. And people think about that. Our feet... Our feet are the base of our freaking body. So imagine if your feet are too weak, what will happen with your knees? What will happen with your hip? What will happen with your back? What will happen with your upper body? You see where I'm going with this? With your neck? With You can get... Uh, you, uh, I personally think you could get a headache from having weak feet. You know what I mean? Like It will just change your whole posture. Not for the better. And um, most of us have weakened feet. That's a fact. So, of course, we're going to look at what we can do to avoid that. Uh, But first of all, let's go to jogging shoes. And, um, yeah, what does that have to do with, with jogging or running shoes? Okay, so I have been working in sports shops for more than 10 years. I'm not doing it anymore, but I have been doing it for a long, long time. And um, I have worked also in in uh, parts, like a part of the store that specialized in running shoes and analyzing feet and kind of looking at the posture of the foot and giving people the right shoes that support them in the right way. And um, yeah, I mean... Again, I see a lot of, or I saw a lot of um, destroyed feet, sad to say. The majority, or the three things you have to know, if you want to know a little bit about running shoes and how they work, is there are three types of ways your foot moves. One is pronation, and pronation is what we do when we walk. Um, imagine your foot or look at the picture of a foot. Look at your own foot. The inside of your foot has that little curve to it. That little soft part that hurts like hell when there, when there is ever like a, a little pebble or something pressing against it. You know what I'm talking about. The soft part that, that actually is above, in the best case, is above the ground when you walk. 
Um, this part actually is made to, when you walk or when you run, to kind of um, soften the walk, soften the, the fall of the foot a little bit and soften the impact. So what it will do, or pronation, is actually when you walk and that little soft spot goes to the inside just a tiny little bit. It kind of um, works as a shock absorber. So that's pronation. That is natural. That is a good thing. But then there's overpronation. And overpronation is when you walk and your entire foot, like the entire ankle of your foot and the inside of your foot falls to the inside excessively. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, or when you listen to this podcast, I really advise you to um, maybe Google overpronation and look at it so you know what I'm talking about. Um, sometimes you see this, like I, um, I have worked with feet for too long. So every time I see somebody walking in front of me, I kind of look at their feet and what they're doing. And um, so many people really fall to the inside when they walk. Especially, um, I see that a lot in women that wear these like little tiny, I don't know, in, in German they're called ballerinas, like those little um, nothingness of shoe. <laughs> it's it's kind of like, um, I don't know how to call it, like gymnastic shoes. Um, and when they wear these, because they don't have any support at all, their feet just, just fall to the inside really bad. And I see that a lot. And um, it's said that approximately two-thirds, I mean, you can never say for sure, but that's just an estimation, two-thirds of people overpronate when they walk. So fall to the inside when they walk. Um, so we have pronation, which is natural. We have overpronation, which is the tendency to fall too much to the inside. And then there's the opposite of that, supination. Supination means you're walking on the outside of your foot. On the outer side, the side that um, called the lateral side, the side that's um, not in the middle of the foot of your body, but on the outside. Um, so they kind of walk on that part of the feet. So these are the three basics: pronation, overpronation, and supination. Now hold that thought because I just want to talk about another phenomenon real quick: the splay foot. When the splay foot in your forefoot, forefoot splay foot, splay foot in your forefoot. <laughs> anyway, your the the forefoot, the forefoot can actually be too flat, and you see that often in um, older women that have been wearing high heels for a long time. Because high heels put so much pressure on your forefoot. I actually posted a, a picture on LinkedIn a couple of weeks ago um, on a foot in a high heel under an x-ray. And I, I guess it's safe to say that this post has gone viral because people were just not having it. It was crazy. People were just like, how can you walk around like that? How can you wear that? Oh my God, how can you do that to your feet? And yeah, I mean, same here. I, I get that. I mean, if you if you like high heels, wear them, but be aware of what you do to your feet and don't wear them too often. Anyway, um, uh, older women that often have um, a splay foot in the, f in the forefoot area, because when 
the muscles of of or when, when the foot the four forefoot part um just is always kind of squished uh it will lose its tone tone like its its strength and it will just kind of fall it will kind of drop to to the floor and um it will not be able to move the way it's supposed to it will not be able to adjust to the ground anymore if you again if you look at your foot and you look at the forefoot your forefoot has like two tiny cushions on the left and on or cushions on the left and on the right and in between that there's a little line in a healthy foot and if you move your your like that little left part and right part that's like kind of cushioned um if you kind of move that from side to side you will see how adjustable your foot is and in a splay foot that just isn't the case because your entire foot will be like flat to the ground and um usually what happens then is the way your foot moves will change because it doesn't have the strength it used to have um the entire line on how your foot should move changes and um your big toe cannot operate the way it's supposed to and because it's been squished in these shoes all this time it would kind of start going to the side not be straight anymore but kind of angle outwards and yeah it's just it's not pretty guys it's not pretty like uh, imagine your foot will be flat your big toe will be um to the outside and that little bump on the side that little bony bump that you have right um underneath your big toe to the inside of your body there's like a little little um bony thing around bone and this will just kind of come come out and it just looks it doesn't look right it doesn't look good and your foot will not be able to move the way it's supposed to move anymore um yeah anyway let's go back to the three parts or the three main um, movement patterns of feet which again is pronation overpronation and supination and um also the the arch of your foot like the long arch of your foot is always supposed to be above ground but with a lot of people and you see that a lot with people with overpronation this part falls flat too and it kind of goes to the inside and kind of yeah it just goes flat and actually when you have wet feet and you walk on a surface in summer and you will see your whole foot like splat splash on the ground you will see the entire foot and not have that forefoot and then the outline of the side and then the the the, um the heel if your whole foot is just one oval thing then you should really do something about it because the long arch of your foot is supposed to be above ground even if you do a natural pronation and moves towards the ground a little bit it's not supposed to touch it and um there is people that have been born with feet like this but the percentage is really low so with most people having that problem it's really because their feet their muscles are just too weak and again this is very very common these days so back to the shoes we said that uh, approximately two-thirds of the population have this overpronation thing going on 
<clears throat> and um, people or the, the running shoe uh, industry, the, the people that make running shoes, they know that. So most shoes that are out there for running have a little support on the inside of your foot, which means it kind of um, supports or goes against this movement of overpronation. So your foot, it will not allow your foot to overpronate too much, which is a good thing because if you just let overpronation happen and you don't do anything against it and you go for long runs, then it will, sooner or later, you will destroy something in your body. And um, usually it's the knees. So if you have problems with your knees, it could really come from your feet. You really need to check on, on your shoes and um, on the way your, your feet move. Also, uh, yeah, because so, so, so most, most shoes are made to, to support you on the inside. And some shoes don't have any support at all. It's called neutral shoes. And what about supination, right? We said we have three things. We have pronation, which you can get a neutral shoe with no... Um, with nothing to support you, you can be over pronating and get a shoe with support on the inside, which most shoes have, or you you supinate, and there's not really a support for supinate supination, which shows that supination is not really something that's going on with a lot of people. But and here comes the tough part: if you supinate, but you don't realize it. And you buy any running shoe, chances are high you're going to get a shoe that is supported on the inside. Because remember what I said, most shoes are supported on the inside. And with that combination, you have a support on the inside and you tend to supinate on the outside of your foot. What will happen is that shoe will push you even further to the outside. So now you've worsened your problem. And... It'll go faster to your knees. It'll go it'll mess up your, your posture even more. Especially if you go running, you do the same movement over and over and over and over again. You need shoes that support you in the right way. So people buying your running shoes either really know what you're doing or really have someone explain it to you who knows what he or she is doing. This is really important, especially... If you run often, even if you just run every once in a while, when you run, you do the same movement over and over and over again. And just imagine how bad this will be for your for your 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 whole body if you just always do a wrong movement because you have the wrong shoes. So how will you know that somebody is knows what he's doing or she's doing when they sell the shoes to you? Well, First of all, they're going to analyze your feet in one way or another. And you don't have to have a fancy analyzing tool for that. Somebody who has worked in this field for a couple of years or just has a lot of experience can tell how your foot is moving by watching it. If the salesperson gives you a shoe and says, um, run down, just run down this, this hall. And he doesn't watch you. Or he just kind of looks at you. Get the hell out of there. A good salesperson will really like bend down. Like 
getting to get into a crouch to really see how your foot is moving when you run away from them and when you run towards them and don't be ashamed to run in a store oh my god people so many people are ashamed of that just do it this is for your health and you need to help the salesperson they're going to ask you a bunch of questions you're going to answer them and you're going to just run for them that's the least you can do (laughs) so um a good salesperson that knows about running shoes will either put you in a treadmill or let you run and and give you different types of shoes and always with every new shoe will check your posture as you run and that's that's the only way to buy running shoes the only way okay (laughs) so yeah do that for your health because wrong running shoes can really f your feet up trust me i know guys i have seen things you don't even want to know so please please oh please get to know your feet and take care of them okay so moving on um If you know your feet are jacked up and you want to do something about it, hopefully, there's a couple of things you can do. One is uh, foot gymnastics or just training your feet. Because remember, your feet have 20 muscles in them that want to be trained. So just Google that stuff. Google training your feet, foot, foot, uh, foot training, um, foot gymnastics, whatever. Just Google that and um, do the exercises. Another thing you can do is train barefoot. And if you're interested in this topic, I recommend you read the book Born to Run from uh, Christopher McDowell. Um, spelled M-C-D-O-U-G-A-L-L and it's a really cool book I really recommend it and there's this story in the book that I actually heard before I even read the book that two Nike employees they in April 2001 they watched the running team of Stanford University training and they were like Vin because their trainer was Vin Lenena I hope I'm saying that right Lenena and they were like Vin why do your people train barefoot did they not send you enough shoes and Lenena came to them and uh, explained it to them he was like Guys, I can't prove this, but I think when my people run barefoot, they're faster and they have less injuries. They get injured less. And that just totally makes sense to me, given the way the foot works. I mean, it's, it's logical to me, I think. Um, anyway, it was in summer 2002 when Nike first started this whole barefoot shoe trend. Whoops, that was my script. Okay, gone. Um, when when Nike um, started this trend with uh, Nike Free, that was the name of the shoe, Nike Free. And uh, they brought it out and it was the first shoe that was meant to move all the way. So it 
a shoe that didn't do that clack 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 thing but a shoe that you could fold in your hand and just kind of uh, yeah kind of like these uh, gymnastic shoes and this is where the barefoot shoe trend kind of started and um as i said you can either or you can do you can, you can train your feet you can train your feet muscles with doing exercises for the feet which i recommend but you can also start training with barefoot shoes like uh, the nike free was the first one to come out right now there's so many other brands that have um started this trend there's do if you hear licking sounds in the background it's my cat sorry <laughs> he's like right next to me and uh, cleaning himself he was meowing outside so i let him in <laughs> anyway um so Nike started the trend, and then there's the, um, there's on like the Swiss brand on. They they have like these kind of a barefoot shoes going on. Merrell um, joined the trend. Um, there's brands only for barefoot running shoes, like Vivo Barefoot is one, and there's just tons of brands out there that do this barefoot thing. Some more excessive than others. Um, maybe you know the Five Fingers. This is the the type of shoe where you, you you could like put your toes in. I don't even know if they exist anymore, but um, they were like like neo, neo neoprene sleeves for your feet. Like you could put you had to put them on by putting every single toe in place and then kind of sliding the, the rest of the shoe on. They were pretty fun, but you got looked at, at funny. And guys, believe me, I when this whole barefoot trend started, I was all over it. I tried everything. I started running barefoot, even on gravel. Um, see what happens. I started training with the five fingers and go for a run in the five fingers. I was all over that. And um, it was a really cool experience. And anyway, um, where was I? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Barefoot shoes. <laughs> I just. Oh my God. Sometimes I just lose focus. Uh, I talk too much. But you know that. <laughs> Barefoot shoes. Um, and I, it's so funny how many people have said that to me. I'm like, Hey, have you heard of barefoot shoes? And they're like, Oh, so you're supposed to go barefoot into the shoe? I'm like, No, that's not what a barefoot shoe is. Guys, a barefoot shoe does not mean that you have to slide in barefoot. Please don't. It's going to stink. Trust me, I've tried that too. You don't want to go there. Um, barefoot shoe means that the shoe allows your foot to move as if it were barefoot. So you get to, mu to move all of your muscles. Um, now, if you want to, let's say you think, oh, Tanya, this is fascinating. This is interesting. I'm going to get me a pair of barefoot shoes and start training in them. But please be careful. Be super careful. Because as I said, I tried everything out for you guys. I even fucked up my feet training barefoot because I did it too excessively. And even though I knew better, but that's been like, I don't know, that's a long, that's like 10 years ago or something, you guys. I, I, I'm i smarter now. <laughs> a little bit sometimes. Anyway, um, I fucked them up a little bit. Like, not, not super bad, but um, to this day, I have a little spot that sometimes um, feels like I have a needle in my muscles that pinches um if i don't warm up enough if i don't warm my feet up enough so i kind of overwork my feet a little bit um not too bad because i didn't really suffer any long-term effects except for that little pinchy feeling sensation i sometimes get but it's gotten way better anyway um 
when you decide to train barefoot and if you decide to even maybe do a run barefoot be super careful and take it super super slow if you want to get barefoot shoes i would really advise you to just start by wearing them a couple of hours a day um maybe twice a week three times a week just wear them for half a day or something um then you can kind of get to wearing them all day and see how it feels really give your muscles give your feet time to adjust this is really important guys also give them time to to um to regenerate so uh, put them in normal shoes every once in a while and give them this time to regenerate and then put the barefoot shoes on again do not start running in barefoot shoes if you've never done it before start by walking start out by trying them out in your everyday activities and then when you feel comfortable when you've given your feet this time to adjust and i'm talking four weeks minimum then you can start training with them you can start taking short runs with them but don't overdo it please start by 10 minutes no longer you don't like the worst absolute worst thing you can do is you just go for a run and go and run for an hour in barefoot shoes you will fuck your feet up i promise you so please take it slow take your time and um yeah even if if you i mean if you want we can train your feet together i mean help me up you know i like to train you guys um so if you if you want to train your feet we can do that together it's um it's a process it's a long process but in the end it's worth it especially if you're having problems and i also want to say um there's this thing with there's these insoles that you put into your foot that support your feet if you have problems like oftentimes you have problems with your feet and you go to a doctor and they kind of um tell you to get these these um insoles that support your feet which is generally a good idea but don't rely on them because my opinion guys don't roast me my opinion if you only work with these you're it's kind of like putting your arm in a cast and just not putting the cast like not taking the cast off but just always having something around your muscles that even more so prevents your muscles from doing their job and doesn't build your muscles but kind of just put them puts them into the support system and anytime every time you don't have the support system your muscles will be weakened even more so i think if you if you need the support if you need like arch support or something from um shoe like insoles then get it but still do the training and try to when when you train when you build your muscles up try to use those insoles less and less but it's a process guys and um i don't want to like say that these insoles are bad like if you have pain and stuff they're good they're really good for you but you have to learn to rely on your on your muscles you have to learn to build your muscles and then rely on your muscles and just use the other tools to help you to get there if that makes sense for you i mean yeah you should really just train your feet i mean it's worth it you, you're gonna walk on your feet all your entire life and the muscles in your feet and feet in general they're just 
overlooked so much but they're so important guys they they carry us they they they're the base of our body if our feet are messed up our whole body will be messed up so please keep that in mind and if you decide to train your feet do so slowly because remember your feet have been in shoes on hard surfaces all their lives they don't know give them give them time to adjust give them time to to build the muscles also a little something i want to say if you have small kids please do not put them into shoes too much let them walk around barefoot let them run around barefoot if you can or in socks or in really soft shoes because kids have to get the chance to build their feet muscles if they don't they will have problems later on and we have enough of that don't we and with that i'm saying thank you so much for listening Follow me on Instagram and Facebook on It's Up To You Personal Training, all in one word, or on LinkedIn as Tanya Mader with the two dots on top. And um, yeah, let me know what you think, what you thought of this episode. And uh, if you want to train your feet a little bit more, hit me up, let me know. I can help you with that. And yeah, that's it. We'll see each other in two weeks. Next episode coming up in two weeks. And until then... Don't forget, you are stronger than you think. Bye!